You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to WoW Talk, the Mash Those Buttons podcast all about World of Warcraft. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm here with Ray Liu. Hey. And Chris Harv Greer. Oh, hey, what's up? And Eric Knutson. Hey, guys. And our special guest, Stone Dude, who did the thing in the cinematic, because uh, I guess that was pretty cool. Stone but, Dude uh, that didn't fall apart. <laughs> I don't know. I thought... I thought for, I was like, uh, as he's falling, I'm like, Alex Strauss is going to save him. Alex Strauss is going to save him. And then he's getting like a little close. I'm like, maybe not. Maybe he just shatters. And like, that's kind of a, a tragic thing, but it's like, he's, he's, he's unnamed stone dude. Like, it's not like it's any big loss. Like, oh no, we don't have stone dude going into the expansion. Oh no. <laughs> uh, stone character. We've literally known for like 90 seconds is about to die. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, she saved him. And then, uh, it was all good. It was all good. So. Yeah, so uh, today is April 19th. This is not our normal recording day. This is not our normal recording time. Uh, Dragonflight, obviously, was formally announced. We had alluded to this earlier. I think we talked about some of the leaks on prior episodes, if anybody was paying attention there. And I'm a little disappointed because I think now I know I was spoiled on the the uh, the Shadowlands reveal. Well, we all were. We had that stupid picture of Bolvar from the store. And we're all like, what the hell is this going on with Bolvar that, you know, like turning blue? And then, uh, and, and then I did remember reading a little bit about the Kyrian and being like, these Kyrian guys sound dumb. And then they were dumb in game and then they were awesome. So things can turn around. Things can change. But uh, yeah, we got the expansion announced, not at a BlizzCon and kind of a fun fact. Apparently the building that they, they filmed all the, uh, the little the discussions in all the little round tables, the exterior of that building is the building that they use uh, for the exterior shots of Patty's Pub on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, really? Nice. Yes. One of the de- one of the developers took a picture of him standing outside the building. You're like, oh, I've seen that building hundreds of times, you know, <laughs> in, in, on that show. So, yeah, I, I was like, I I just assumed like you know they have a pretty good campus. They've got that one studio uh, that they own where they they did, used to do the Overwatch League. Like, I'm sure they're filming it like one of those places. Like, no, they they rented out a building for this in Philadelphia. No, I think it's yeah. in. <laughs> yes, they flew from Anaheim uh, to Philadelphia for this announcement. That's dedication. Oh, but they didn't just fly, they rode on their dragons with the new dragon riding feature. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so anyway, let's uh let's go ahead and get uh, everybody's initial reactions. Ray, let's start with you. What are your initial reactions to Dragonflight? Talent tree. Oh, sorry. That's mm. what I'm excited about. <laughs> so you um, didn't ca- you didn't care for the talent rose as we as it is. Um, I, I mean, I I like having more of a choice to do stuff. I mean, it's already so cookie cutter as is, you know. And I think it kind of like put a ch- like a choke point with people, you know. Like I've said over many previous podcasts about how like you know i get the pms or whatever and like you need help with with your heels i I don't need help with my heels thank you though you know because i play the way i play because of the people that i have around me you know not and if if the my group doesn't play like your group that the outcome will not be the same you know so being able to flex around with more choices and being able to see you know i I don't know how many points it will be, but, you know, just being able to see everything again and filling it out to kind of make it your own style is really appreciated, at least on my end, because that's what I really like, because, you know, everybody plays differently. Just like it's like having a car and some people want it stock and other people want it modified, you know, and how you want it modified is up to you. And, you know, people can tout all day on which one's better. But I mean, if it makes you happy, that's that's the end of the day for that one, you know? <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned the, uh, like the modifying your stock 
car because I, I would compare that to another feature, which we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, <laughs> you know, the it, it was it is a bit of a surprise to see the talent trees coming back. I saw that in the leaks, and I was like, well, this clearly isn't right because why would they bring back talent trees? And no, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it was that, and I think like uh, Eric was at work, so I uh, my best friend like linked me because uh, you know she really likes dragons and stuff so she was like hey what do you think about this and whatnot so she linked i was like oh yeah i was like i'll watch it later but i watched it for like three minutes and all i could see was all this text scrolling on the side and oh. it's just and it, yeah and it's so bad just because it's always the same thing where everybody always like has to make comments and it's always like you know you see people excited and then not excited and the whole like well this is just like this game and it's just like yes let's all boil it all down to it's been stolen from EverQuest. How could everybody just steal everything from EverQuest or whatever game that originally came from, you know, because of the, uh, the dragon, the flights, because I think that's supposed to be like Guild Wars 2, you know, and then people who want like player housing or whatever, if that ever comes, you know, and then they're going to be like, oh, it's like Final Fantasy or Guild Wars because of the Guild Hall. And same thing with the UI mods. Um, Guild Wars 1 was like that. You could move your stuff around, you know, how you wanted it. And same thing. Um, I see you can save uh, your talents and all that stuff that Guild Wars 1 also implemented that after a while that you could save each build. So, I mean, we all got to know by now everything's kind of a knockoff of everything else. And uh, who are we talking with about that? Just being able to, like, you know, something about imitation and some other stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things you go back and look at, like, classic WoW when, you know, you had to, like, pay, like, an increasing gold fee every time you wanted to change your, your, your talents and whatnot. And, like, I could understand sort of the... We want to, you know, like, you know, like you're making these choices. We want these choices to have weight and, and you know, mean permanence. And nobody plays like that, though. Everybody's all about the utility. And, I, and they understand that part of the, you know, part of managing the game is catering to your player base. I mean, that's one of the things Ian pointed out in the at the beginning of the presentation was like over the last nine months, they've implemented a ton of you know changes based on player feedback that they've been listening to, like every every player request. And. So to that degree, like, yeah, like, th th that, like if they were to just be like, oh, no, we're putting the talent trees back and what you pick is what you pick and you're stuck and, and you know, yeah, you want to be able to change it, but we're going to put make you jump through hoops. That would not fly. That would not fly at all. And so it's, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 you know, you're, you're right that they're stealing from other games because other games had the same realization that you can't, you know, that that's not the the style that they want the, you know, the players want in their games. They want the ease, ease of being able to swap based on uh, the time, you know, what they, what they're doing. They want the utility of being able to, you know, use their layout as it, you know, makes sense for the situation. And that's what they're giving us. So, I mean, you know, credit to them for acknowledging that now, instead of this being the, this being one of those things where for the first two patches, everybody's complaining about the system. And then in, in uh 10.3 or whatever, they're finally like, okay, now you can, you know, you know, change your specs on a, on a dime. And everybody will be like, finally. Um, so at least, at least they're out ahead of this one. And something about ducks. Apparently, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so I know it breaks off from the topic real quick, but uh, I spent all yesterday for a while helping Jared try to do Vault of the Wardens to get the trinket. But while I was helping another group, uh, someone from his group was PMing him about, let's talk about how there's no ducks in WoW. And then he showed me the screenshot. I was like, what? I was like, and so I like, I Googled it and I was like, well, there's a, there's a crate bobber there's a duck bobber he's like but so he told the guy and the guy's like but it's not a real duck so when we saw that <laughs> i was like oh this is actually a thing and, you know google and there's actually a third post about ducks <laughs> like this is insane so apparently ducks are a thing <laughs> uh, they still have to address uh how, how they're the lion is the, the logo for Stormwind, even though there's only lions in the eastern kingdoms or in, in calendar rather <laughs> but we'll get to that some other time <laughs> um, no, yeah, the, the the ducks thing, but you know that that's the kind of silly part of the expansion announcement that was very necessary. I think to kind of keep. I mean, because there's a lot of like, oh, look at this cool stu stuff, look at this cool thing. Um, it was nice that they're like, oh, and by the way, ducks, like just kind of, you know, br 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 you know, bring it bring it down, but in a good way, a little bit, like you know, maybe bring it up a little bit. I don't know. They 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 changed the tempo with ducks, but in a good way. I don't know if they slowed it down or brought it up. Weren't there mountain lions and hills bred foothills? 
north of South Shore? I'm pretty sure there were. Yeah, but so they, I don't think that's do they right. have the big do they have the big main? Because I mean, doesn't that's the thing. You got a line. It doesn't a line matter. with a main. What somebody put like a, a, a wig on a lion up in, in Hillsbrad, and now Stormwind is all about. Yeah, we like lions. <laughs> Female lions don't have means. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we we should talk about how the excessive questers out there. Hold all the male lions, okay? That's, a, that's probably true. And there's only the females left, okay? And that's the problem. That 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 is true. We, we we should we should that's what we should need an expansion where we visit the uh, ecological harm that our over reliance on questing and animal culling has caused. EVE is <laughs> killing the natural flow of the animals of the Eastern Kingdom, people. You know, Something like it's that. Nesting it's Nessingwary's fault. There we go. I saw some. I saw somebody. I'm going to assume it was on Reddit because I've been reading way too much Reddit uh, the last few days. Um, but somebody said their biggest disappointment in Shadowlands was that uh, Nessingwary didn't get to meet the ghosts of all the animals he's killed. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That, that'd fill that an entire zone. Nice. Oh yeah. That, that yes. I mean yes. He's pretty much been an entire zone anyway. So um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So. Uh, anything else, Ray, that you wanted to mention? Um, man, I don't want to cut into everything because I'm sure other people are excited about stuff. But I mean, all the stuff was pretty exciting in general because it's obviously because when it's different, you know, or, or they bring back stuff or add new things, like the profession stuff also sounds really neat as well. You know, just to be able to have the thing where people can browse and, you know, for people who don't want to ask their guildies to do stuff when it's readily available, I guess they can go have it commissioned via the, the crafting tables or whatever. But you can specify too, like you'd put it for like only for my guild. So you're not actually asking somebody in your guild, but you're putting it there for your guild. So <laughs> I, I'm I am curious to see how that that system actually plays out. Because I mean, on a, at the at a basic level, the work order system it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, if you can, they said like you could target it even at like if you have like a specific blacksmith that you always want to do your blacksmithing, you can like send it just to him, and then I guess it's up to them whether they accept or decline it. So um, that'll be fascinating to see how that plays out. Right. But uh, Harv, what were you most excited about? I you want to talk about one comment on this whole thing about yeah. How okay, let's go. Let's hear it. Plenty Let's... of melee, so give us survival hunters back. Okay, nobody wants to play melee survival hunters because it's stupid. Give us <laughs> hashtag make survival hunter great again. Okay, just just play marksman. It's stupid. I don't like. Okay, yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. Song <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, just just to, for for reference, um, you know, when asked why uh, the Evoker class, because again, we have the the Drakthir is the new dragon race. Uh, they they are only the Evoker class, so you can't have a Drakthir that's not an Evoker. You can't have an Evoker that's not a Drakthir. And when asked why are we add, you know, finally we're adding a main a ranged class to the game. Uh, all the other classes that they've added have been melee. And uh, yeah, he said, we've got enough melee. It's time for ranged. And so, yeah, so your, your, your argument is that if, if we have enough melee, then we could have turned survival hunter back to back ranged. to being, I awesome. would argue, I would argue leave survival as melee and, you know, rogues got three ranged or three melee DPS specs. Make one of them ranged. We have like a knife thrower. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's room, you know, the, the pirate one outlaw, you know, he already uses the little pistol, like make mm -hmm. him, you know, make make him, you know, like a, a duelist or something, you know, you, you, you can play with that. You don't turn him into three, a gunslinger. Yeah, something like that. You don't need three melee DPS specs. It's too, too homogeneous. Homogenous. You don't need three ranged ranged specs. So that's why Hunter, you know, is good with with the, you know, make make marksman the melee spec. Then let survival be ranged. I mean, I find this because I don't like the way the current marksman plays. So, <laughs> and just I've never, never been a super huge fan of BM. It always feels too busy for me. Like I said, take me back to Siege of Orgrimmar, Survival Hunter, and that was like my most fun spec ever to play. Kind of like Rep Pally and Rat Village King, that, which uh, that was yeah. with the uh, lo lock and load, right? Yes. It's like, well, hey guys, well, I'm Survival Hunter. I got the engineer. Don't worry about it. 
Ralph's handle. He's <laughs> like, I don't mind being oh. utility. Uh, well, th- at this rate, I'd say you're about four years away, not even. I'm, from, not, um, I'm never playing a classic past Wrath of Lich King. I have zero got, interest in playing anything past Wrath of Lich King in classic. Well, there you go. So, yeah. I've always said I will play Wrath of Lich King classic because that's probably the most, what's the word I'm looking for? The most fun fun I've ever had in this game <laughs> as just, I guess that's the most time I spent in the game because, yeah, didn't have a quote unquote real job back then. And that was what I did. I played, played. We'll, we'll get to Wrath in a moment because I, I do yeah. have some interesting, well, I do have some comments to say. I found the announcement very interesting. Um, but Eric, what did, uh, what did you like about the announcement? Um, like Ray, I'm really excited about the talents coming back. It's not exactly the talent tree that we remember, but, uh, in its new iteration, it looks like, um, it does give a lot of choices. I also like that they are giving away to kind of like save loadouts basically. So you can save them differently and then you can just quick change. Um, if you need to, I don't, I don't remember if they said you needed to be in like a rested area or if you could do it on the fly or not, but, uh, either way, having the ability to do that is awesome. Um, also excited for the evokers. I'm sure there's going to be a huge influx of them. Just kind of like when the DKs rolled out and the demon hunters rolled out, there's going to be tons of them everywhere, but it, uh, the play style fits some people and it won't fit others. So it's a lot of people just have like ungeared versions that just sit. Um, and then some people really like them. Um, so that will be cool. Uh, the dragon riding sounds kind of fun. We'll be able to fly right from the get go. Instead of having to uh, level all the way on the ground and then well, wait for a patch or two. Well, I need, I need to look for some clarity on this okay. um, because they said like dragon riding is not flying, at least not in the traditional sense that we know. And they were very clear on that, that you're going to be like using momentum and, and you know, actually, right. I guess you have to figure out like flapping your wings and stuff. But that said, like, you're right. They said we're going to have it like from the start, which makes sense because if you've got a place like the Dragon Isles, like this place is engineered for creatures where flight is second nature to them. So they're not going to be putting a lot of infrastructure in like roads and pathways. Like I'm sure like, okay, like the Titan watchers will probably have some of that around there. Cause obviously they don't have wings. They would do that. But, um, but for the most part, like this place is, is it's designed. It should be designed with flight in mind. It would feel weird if it's like, Oh, like flight is an afterthought in the dragon isles where everybody flies. Um, so it makes sense for this expansion. Like, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and do that. Um, and, and you have to figure like, just if you're going to, you know, you, you've got a zone like that, that, yeah, like you should be able to fly from the start, like just get there. It takes away another level of, I guess, like consternation amongst the player base. Like everyone's like, Oh, when are we getting flying? I just wish we could have flying. Like, you know what? For one expansion, give it to us right out the gate. Don't make it an issue. Right. And maybe there's an achievement we have to do later on. Like, do you want to use your non-dragon mounts in the dragon Isles? Like maybe you have to unlock that later, but that kind of doesn't matter because you're going to be jumping around on your dragon anyway and doing all the, the cool flying and stuff. And it sounds like there's going to be like things where you'll, you'll like, you'll unlock the ability to get better at flying. So I could see them doing something where like, yeah, you have like base flying you can get from here to there, but maybe like there's that one treasure chest up on this high mountain that you need to have like a max and you're like momentum shifting skill or whatever that you've got to learn how to, you know, like glide all the way up to get it. And like, so you may not be able to get that until you've, you've, you know, you've put some significant time and effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like there might be something along that kind of, you know, a progression system like that. But yeah, I mean, being able to just pick up and fly around, it's going to be interesting to see how they design the zone with that in mind. Cause it, it feels very, uh, I mean, the, we, we haven't really had an expansion where you could fly through all the content since cataclysm. Mm, yeah. And I remember like everybody was like, oh, like, you know, because you get you by the time you got to the cataclysm zones, you had already picked up flying in the in the Eastern Kingdoms in Kalimdor where they were. So, you know, you just, you know, pick get on your mount, hop over and and knock out the questing. So it's gonna be interesting to see how the quests that they put in accommodate that. Because yeah, it you know, it can feel a little trivial, like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, hop here, hop there, you know, get around without having to do too much. Mm-hmm. And the dragon customization looks cool too. Yes. I'm glad they're not just going to be, you know, standard dragon, but or maybe in like different colors, but like actually being able to change like 
facial features and like horns and they listed a whole bunch of stuff and I can't remember them all, but I just remember that there was a good variety of it. Yeah, one of the dragons that they showed, it looked like the uh like the the pterosaurs, like the dinosaurs that the uh the Zandalari fly. Oh on. yeah, right. Like you could basically like customize it that far. Mm-hmm. Oh, they had so, proto drinks too. Yeah. No, so it's it's that's gonna be cool. And I think that's that's gonna be your progression system like one of the things that was noticeably absent that ian kind of even made a point of saying like we're not doing this time is the uh the, like the borrowed power system oh like right your you know your your uh your covenant uh abilities and your your artifact traits and your Azerite power and all that stuff like that's all gone um but it seems like your 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 expansion like through line your progression system here is going to be tied to this mount mm-hmm. where you know like they said there's going to be a lot of customization but i could see them doing the kind of thing where the customization you're, you know, like, oh, you want that, you know, like the, the, the Pteranodon head, like, uh, the Zandalari had, well, you've got to go, you know, kill some beast or, or whatever, you know, do some achievement to unlock that, like, you know, work to that, get to the point where you can do that. Everybody's going to start out with the same b- base model dragon from the start, I would expect. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess the one other thing that I thought was kind of neat was the, the UI customization. I've been using standard UI. I've never used like a UI add on, but I've been using it so long that I don't know how much I'll change it, but I hope that like if they make these changes more or as long as they make them intuitive enough and they they seem to clean things up and I can mess with it. But otherwise, I hope it's not just like so far off that I'm just used to this, so I wouldn't want to mess with it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> Mine's always just looked exactly how it always was. Mm-hmm. So when we're watching like, you know, other people playing or they share their screen or just like, MDI's PvP, whatever. I'm like, what is all this stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I run I pretty know. pretty much standard uniframe or standard UI. I just changed my uniframes with Xperl. That's the only change I've made. Mm-hmm. I want to know if I can take the mini map and make it take up my whole screen, so I can just pretend I'm playing like some old like 1980s game where I'm just a little arrow and like all the yeah. enemies are <laughs> little dots. Make it like an isometric <laughs> game where you're just a dot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like yeah. the tank game on Atari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder how it, I wonder how a Drakthir character is going to wear a cloak. I don't know if they do. They just uh, they they might be very limited in the, in the armor that they show. Mm-hmm. Like you might you might equip the cloak. I think it's like uh like demon hunters don't show all the armor that you put on them. Okay, right? yeah, maybe not. Well, I guess I never uh, actually looked, but I hide I hide my back pieces anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just never noticed that. And yeah, it's like mechanobes and pants, right? Maybe yes. they, maybe they take the pattern of the cloak and just spread it out over their wings. <laughs> That'd be kind of neat to kind of like <laughs> yeah. put a design on their Something back. Something totally different. Just give them like Maybe. a tattered, like a tattered like fabric on like the edges of their wings or whatever. Like that was the cloak. Yeah. <laughs> like toothless cool. with his little customized tail. Yeah. Oh, and see Obaba talking about uh about wondering about the work order system damaging the economy. I don't think mm. that'll damage the economy. It's yeah. just giving people an option to hey, anybody want to do this? Here you go, and somebody can just walk up and do it. I saw how I they just, had like. They had like notes to the crafter in there or whatever, and you could like say that you're going to tip this much or whatever. I wonder how long it takes before people stop offering gold tips and they start putting links to their uh, websites to their OnlyFans. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so work orders and the addition, huh? It's a different kind of tip there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That could be. You know, that that's another way of, uh, yeah, you, if you really want to annoy... Well, I guess it depends how they implement the work order system. Because, yeah, on the one hand, you, if you want to annoy somebody, I guess you could send them, like, you're a blacksmith, I'm going to send you a bunch of requests, and they're all going to, you know, I'm going to harass you in the comments, and oh, yeah. you have to go clear them out. But then again, like, if there's, like, a gold cost, but, but then again, gold means nothing. Like, I mean, how how much of a gold cost would it need to be for it to be significant? Without You don't, you don't want to do that without then disincentivizing people from actually using the service legitimately, so... Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way that. they're going to let you put your own custom notes in there, by the way, because <laughs> it's gold seller paradise and weird crap like that. It's going to be like a little drop yeah. down list like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> it's not going to be like, oh, sexual favors for this one. Meet, <laughs> <laughs> meet me in Ironforge hey, in hey. this little room game, above the game's not even 
The yeah. game's not even an alpha yet. If you want to get sexual favors on that drop-down list, now is the time for that feedback. <laughs> I mean, it's Blizzard. It might happen. Oh, too soon? Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Awkward moment. <laughs> and to answer Mega Man, I, I saw... Or I, I know one of the guildies posted a tier set stuff, but I don't know if that was fan art or not, because I was trying not oh. to look at anything until uh, Eric got home. No, there is uh, there is a uh, picture going around of the raid sets. Uh, oh, I'm not okay, sure okay. where it's from, but yeah. So I, I don't know if that's the the art that you're talking about there, Mega Man. But uh, yes, the, uh, there is art of the tier sets going around because that's the thing is like they they barely alluded to. They're like, oh, there will be a raid in dungeons, and then they just went on with everything else. And I was like, no, like one of the things I like getting in my expansion announcement is like, and here's the raid, and here's the dungeon, and like they don't have to, you know obviously they're not going to go into too much detail, but you know, just give us a little heads up and show us some of the tier gear. And that information was all outside of the presentation. I think if you go to the website, uh, the Dragonflight website is live, um, which it should be given that one of the leaks was that they Blizzard purchased the Dragonflight website. Um, but uh, yeah, that should be live. You should be able to go there and check that out. And I think the tier sets are there. If not, I'll we'll put a link in the show notes. It's mm-hmm. on Reddit. If you can manage browsing through Reddit um, to, to find that. They look interesting. Although the problem is they just showed like a bunch of the tier sets without labeling which one is which. So it's like, I think I know which ones are the male sets. And I guess now that there's three <laughs> male sets, I have to guess which one is the hunter. Um, so I think Probably I know. Probably the one with the terrible looking shoulder pads and helmet. That, that was kind of, <laughs> well, actually, no, I don't, I don't think the hunters have terrible helmets. But yeah, no, it, it was hard to tell. They they're all they're all very uh it's a it's called a primal set and they all looked kind of like like they looked like rock like stone carved in the shape of dragons kind of. So, yeah, I know yeah. one of the guildies said it looked kind of like Overwatch. Yeah, a little <laughs> wow. bit, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like fa- I think yeah, like Pharaoh's armor. It would kind of fit with Pharaoh's armor a little bit, like like a a more primitive version of Pharaoh's armor. I could see that. So let's talk about let's talk more about the uh, the cinematic with the uh, stone dude. What did you, what did you guys think of that? You guys uh, appreciated that we didn't get, uh, well, we didn't get one more Sylvanas for starters, but. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. And we didn't. Oh, we're taking it back old school, guys. We're taking it back to the roots. I didn't get to take <laughs> one shot. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, when they started the cinematic, I didn't. I wasn't familiar with what that stone, those stone guardians or whatever. So. I was watching that and I was like, okay, where are the dragons? Where are the dragons? Where are the dragons? This is going to be some sort of stupid expansion about stone dudes. And then. (laughs) (laughs) We've had that expansion. Right. And then. If you're going to release the stone dude expansion, you do that on 420. (laughs) Yeah, right. So I don't know. Otherwise, that. It was cool. I thought I was waiting for his arms to break off when he was trying to yeah. pull the thing yes. close. I was like, no, he's going like to fall apart and it's going to be sad. <laughs> yeah, yes. I see you cracking all over the place. I'm like, all right, here's the part where he loses his arms and somehow managed to get it. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that the whole time he was falling because like, I wasn't even thinking about dragons at that point. I'm like, well, we haven't seen dragons at this point. Maybe it's something different. Maybe it's the dudes like that were Loken and Thorum that were like in well, a, yeah, that, stone, that's, stone peaks. Well, yeah, it is the same type of dudes. I mean, they're the the Titan Watchers, so it's this yeah. the, the, you know the same same uh, family. I mean that that was was interesting to me was that we've never had a Titan Watcher in a in a cinematic like that. So to see like how much they actually look like they're made of stone, um, that was kind of cool. Yeah, and I like he like wakes up and looks over at the other guy and like half his face is missing. I'm like, oh, well, I guess he's dead. yeah. I'm like, I guess yeah. that one's not gonna wake up, huh? I want to know if they had like granite surgery instead of plastic surgery if they could fix that. You know, I mean, part of his nose he was missing. I saw that. Have like a stone mason come in and fix him. Yeah, right. It's like, hold on. Or maybe they just cement. jump in lava and get reformed. Part of me wanted the guy with half a face to wake up and be like, oh, no, what happened to my face? Oh, my face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, put me back to sleep. (laughs) My only, not really a complaint about the cinematic, but basically, this was the May cinematic from Overwatch that you have a character, everybody goes to sleep, suspended animation, only one person wakes up, finds out that all their friends are dead, 
and then goes and finds out that the communication beacon is down and they have to climb a tower to turn it back on. <laughs> Rehash yeah, right. content. Thanks. <laughs> Dang it. That's what it, it needed. Uh, it needed snowball. They just had to give a snowball in there and we would have been good. Okay, we just got a bunch of ducks now. Yeah, you can put a duck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, Obama asked in the chat what were everybody's impressions of like the dragon flying system. Oh, like the uh, dragon riding system? Yeah, dragon riding. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it'll be something something else to work on. I'm sure after several months I'll get annoyed with it, but it, at first glance <laughs> it looks like fun. I'm gonna try to figure out how motion sickness I'm gonna get trying yeah. to fly. I'm like, what? No, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I remember when star wars galaxies uh did the jump to light speed expansion and they put in space flight where you could actually get your little ship and fly around in space and you could do dog fighting as a result of that because one of the things that they had mentioned is like oh on your your uh your your dragon you're going to be able to do dog fighting and i did it once and i was like okay this is I'm, I'm, this is not for me I'm, I'm done with this so I'm really not that excited about it because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this this does not feel like, like, I just want, like, they're like, oh, it's going to make flying more than about just getting from point A to point B. And I'm like, yeah, but I like using flying to get from point A to point B. That's really the extent of what I want out of flying. And if there's any kind of restrictions on it, like, um, like I said, like you can only fly to a certain height and you have to unlock being able to fly higher or something like that. Or, uh, if you can't land everywhere that you want to land, like, oh, you can only go like, le- you know, you need certain spaces where you can land. Like there's a little ledge here. You can't land there. You, know, with- <laughs> you need a dragon landing strip. Some, something like that. Or maybe <laughs> like, you know, the, the dragon mounts can only land in certain places, but like once you unlock proper flying, then yeah, then you can, you know, if you have Murmuron's head or whatever, you can land over there and that's fine. Oh, um, going to be, going to be naming my dragon launch pad McQuack. ducktales reference boom yes Ooh, but uh no i'm i i i need to see more of the system to know exactly how it's going to work but overall i'm like this is like this seems like it's going to be fun for the people that want it and i hope i meet my words i hope in like a year from now when we're finally doing this that I'm like, oh my god, the dragon flying, that's so amazing, and I can't wait to just dogfight everybody, and this is how I wanted to PvP all along, and this is great. Um, I hope I feel like that, but I'm not expecting to. I'm going to be like, yeah, I just I just want to get over there. Get, get, there's a node there, and there's a mob in the way. I can go over him with my dragon. That's all I want to do, is go over things. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Obaba saying that, like, and Mega Man as well, just saying it reminded them of the Guild Wars 2 system of flying, which... I only ever played Guild Wars 2 to max level, and but they didn't have uh, mounts or flying at the time, which is the way I liked it back then. And now they back put flying from other games. Yeah, back in my day when they didn't have flying. I, I mean, again, it just goes back to like, I'm good with like, I like the two games because they're different. And now they've like intermingled that one took from the other one and the other one took from the other one. And now they're all taking from each other. So they're all mixing it up on, and having all the things. So now they're just all the same thing now, right? So we should all love every single game? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> My initial reaction was, how is this going to flex- affect herbalism? How annoying is it going to be to fly from this node to the one that's right over there? Oh, yeah. Well, you're not... I don't think you're bound to having to fly on the dragon, correct? Or Well, that's what I'm saying. they're two like, different flyings, right? Maybe? Yeah, but I was like, oh, this one's up on a ledge. Yeah. How annoying is it going to be for me to get on my dragon and get a running start to get the momentum and fly up over to there? And I'm like, come on. Just get on your sky goal. Just like, give me my sky goal. Bar. Yeah, just get up. Like, what, if they, what if they made the flying, uh, like, try to fly for dragon riding, like a quick time event or whatever, where you had to, like, hit the button right Launches. at the right time? And no. if you fucked up, then you crashed. No. <laughs> like, you press X to Jason. <laughs> you- Put a pin in that thought on quick time events. I want to Got come it. back to that. Okay. But uh, no, like, like uh, yeah, like that's the thing. Like you, like, can you customize your mount? For example, can your dragon do collect herbs from the air? Like, what's to stop a dragon from being able to swoop down and grab some herbs, herbs in its mouth, and then fly away? Like, you don't even have to get off. Like, you just do it in one one pass. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not that smooth of an action in the game because I know we do have the uh, what is it, the sky golem? You can do herbalism from the sky golem. But you have to land, because if you're flying, it won't do it. 
Right. But, you know, who's to say that we can't have dragons do that? Because dragons are, are extra special. So maybe, you know, they, they are doing all the, the, the work on the professions. You're going to have profession gear that you put on when you go to do your mining and your herbalism. Like that. Like, does that mean, does that mean like when I go to skin something, cause I'm skinning all the time. Like I, you know, anytime I kill anything that you can skin, you can skin like half the mobs in this game. Cause they're beasts. Mm-hmm. Am I going to, every time I kill something, I'm going to go to skin and then oh, I got to swap out to my little skinning uh, accoutrement and then, and then I'm back and now I'm back in my hunter gear and then I can go kill the next thing like that. That seems, <laughs> that seems a bit excessive. Well, it's mm-hmm. just going to depend on if your dragon is a good dragon or if it's going to be like, uh, Balthamar. Ma from uh, Rick and Morty and gets tired of humans and just doesn't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good episode. Uh, but I mean, think- but for, for skinning and stuff, like, I mean, you still had to get dismounted anything anyways just to, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, to do oh, all yeah, that. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, talking about the, uh, I'm talking about the profession gear that they were talking about. Oh, um, where it switches your thingy? Yeah, where it's like you basically have this little profession gear set that you can... I guess like you collect and then you can build and then you have like they showed the the miner. He's got the miner's hat. Got the. Mm-hmm. It's not just the pickaxe anymore. It's not like you have this this pickaxe that comes out of nowhere that you can you know tink on the metal. Uh, the full shebang. Yeah. Now you know you got like a they have, they have aprons for all of them. It looked like the miner had like mining overalls. Uh, they had uh, like a, a blacksmith's apron. I'm sure the leather working will have some kind of like leather working right. apron. And all the tools and and I mean that's all cool and all like don't get me wrong but like skinning is like like I don't need uh like really I'm dressed as a hunter or at least in what I consider to be hunter appropriate transmog <laughs> that should be enough for me to be doing skinning like even herbalism like my two year old picked a flower out of a flower bed today it wasn't even a flower it was a weed but he doesn't know that but he didn't have to like change his clothes to do that he just grabbed it so I don't think herbalism really needs like any kind of special uh, I want it to be know. instant though like you know how when you go to mine the mining X appears in your hand I want your entire wardrobe to I'll change right. yeah. as soon as you go yeah. into that no, animation I, I, I want I want a full like Sailor Moon like you know thirty second transformation every time you go to go to a mining node. <laughs> I mean, on the plus side, at least it doesn't take any inventory space. Yes, that's what I'm excited mm-hmm. about. So whatever they want to do, I mean, you know, if you wanted your kid to to go herbing, then maybe you should have told them to go put on some gear and get the little foam pad so you can kneel on the thingy to go herbing and stuff like that. You forgot he's, to tell him to put on his appropriate clothing. He's, he's gonna have like gardening gloves and like a little trowel and maybe like some little clippers or something and a little know. spade is what I want him to be holding. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess maybe maybe if it's for like if you're specifically only trying to do one thing. I mean, can't think of anything for the skinning, but if you're like herbing or mining, then you can just wear your gear. Be like, yep, hi ho, hi ho, off the mining I go. You know, and then you're just in your gear, and they'll be like, oh, this person just wants to mine. I'll say hi, anyways. See now, if you're a dwarf, I want you dressed like the Disney dwarfs. If you do mining with the little cap and the oh, little yeah. tunic. All right. Hey, I, I I do have a gnome warrior, and she does mine, so I could put that on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> She's tall enough. I don't I don't have any dwarves on my on my uh, account. Oh, my free account when we really wanted to stay classy. There's some dwarves there, but I only think I got the warlock to max, and I already have two other warlocks on my main account. <laughs> Hot take, dwarves are stupid. Cool. Dumb. <laughs> so and so I, send all your I hate asked, mail to Harv hashtag eighty six seventy three on Discord, by the way. Not Harv, if 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 you if you didn't hate something, we, we, we wouldn't know who you were. <laughs> but no, so uh, I, I did want to go back to the uh, the the quick time event comment that you made, Eric, mm-hmm. because uh talking about the drac uh, the Drakthir and the evokers uh, they're going to be giving them like quick time combat. Like you can hold down your ma- your mouse button or hold down a button. The longer you hold it down, the more power you do, or the more enemies you hit. Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah how how do how do we feel about the changes to combat that they're kind of they're they're making it not like WoW anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, because yeah, they talked about like holding a button to charge it or make it do something different was that only the evokers or were they alluring to doing that for all classes because no it's just for them just for them okay right now. okay As i i don't know i mean i guess i can't knock it till i've tried it but it feels kind of, it feels weird it maybe it'll work for the evokers but i mean like uh like for my warlock for example like if they were to change up 
oh, your incinerate will hit two targets if you hold the button longer after you cast it or something like, I don't know. I think that would mess up the whole flow of things. Well, it it could be interesting because they did also say that they were going to be uh, casting on the move. At least I think they said that. So it felt yeah. very, very similar to, you know, like hunters are kind of like the casting on the move class, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, so it felt very similar to that. So I could see the kind of thing where you've got to have all your keybinds laid out properly that you can hold down your charge button while you're running and maybe jump, you know, doing what else you got to do to dodge whatever fires on the ground. And then you, you release the charge right at the time and you're facing the right way. Like there could be a, like a, a skill, uh, you know, like a skill barrier in that regard. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, how, how, how good are you at doing these little, you know, these little mini games. Um, so, so, I mean, it could be one of those classes that maybe it's like easy, easy to learn, hard to master. Yeah. Where where you might, you might see like the top people. It's one of those classes where you're going to see the top people like top in the charts. Like, Oh, every, we need a full rate of dragons. Cause you know, that's the only way they're the top of the DPS charts, but only like the best of the best really are that. And at the, the low levels, everybody just kind of, you know, not that great. And you're going to get raids full of just mediocre DPS because mm-hmm. everybody doesn't understand. They're not. It. <laughs> yeah it could be a very engaging spec and then but like you said tough to master um which would be kind of cool it it's makes like, it something that's really engaging that you're trying to like yeah like you said like timing everything and then like the dragon's breath thing and who knows it could be pretty fun it's like in wrath of the lich king there was like eight good death knights the whole expansion and the rest of them were terrible <laughs> yeah. exactly mm-hmm they, but they set the bar for everybody else, and everybody only assumes that oh, there's eight good death knights there, and I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then and one out of every three had get over here for death grip. So yeah, questing, yes. and it's all you read and check constantly, and you're like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but overall, uh, what else do they say? Oh, that the uh, the the Drakthir evokers, they'll be. They had that one ability they kept showing where like they jumped into the air and then they like flew over like with the breath attack. Yeah, it was like Cindergross's like, like breath. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, like, that, cool. that was kind of cool. Yeah. I want to see somebody like mistime that in something like a Rathy Basin over by <laughs> Lumber Mill and like fall off the edge. <laughs> unless you can unless you can stop it whenever you want, maybe. That's yeah, that's the thing. Like, is it a straight, like, you hit the button and then you do the whole thing? Or is it, like, you actually have to, like, you can actually control where you're flying. You can just run around with your breath weapon out. Yeah. Just, you know, and maybe it's got some kind of, like, little, like, help, like bar, energy bar that once it depletes, you have to, like, either stop flying or mm-hmm. stop breath weapon, you know, something like that. But, yeah, it, it, there's a lot with the combat that we need to actually see how it works. Yeah. That would yeah. be funny, though, if it's a predetermined distance and it only goes the way you're facing and people accidentally fall off the edge of the plate. Well, that, what was it? that used to happen with uh what was the one rogue ability where you would like jump around like was it uh, or, oh, no, or, are you talking about killing spree yeah like oh. yeah that, that would have like yeah, if you weren't careful with killing spree you did it too close to a cliff like you could fall off the cliff or something yeah. i think i think they they did eventually hot fix that that it wouldn't put you where there was no ground <laughs> yeah jeremy surely, died at that some point surely they'll make so. it like mages blink where you just stop at the edge Mm, yeah, true. But if you keep keep your hand on the movement button, then you fall off the edge. Yes. <laughs> so what what do we think of the appearance of the Drakthir? Yeah, I think dragon it's cool. looking people. Yeah, I like it. There were some uh, complaints on the Reddit that uh, they weren't they don't look like the the traditional dragon kin where you know like they're a little too thin and, and you know they're expecting more buff buffer dragons mm-hmm. but it's i think they it looks like they use like something like the female worgen model or uh i think some of this the stone form it looks like they, they use the same skeleton for that maybe um i mean yeah they're like you said they're dragons they they they, they fit within that what did you guys think of the, the customizations for the humans or the blood elves as far as uh their their visage or whatever where you could put like scales on their face or have like the dual colored hair Oh, that's awesome to be able to. I, I thought it was cool. It looked like when they were changing horns on one, you could see that the other one wasn't changing. So I hope that doesn't mean that it, it just all catches up when you swap it over or whatever. But I I was hoping it meant that like you could completely individualize the two. 
Yeah. I have, I have to think that it does because they originally, that's how Worgen were. Was that every yeah. change you made on the Worgen changed, changed something them. on the human. Yeah. They were tied together. And then they were like, uh, when they redid all the uh, appearance stuff at the beginning of Shadowlands, they were like, okay, yeah, we're, we're, we're splitting that. Your human can look completely different from your Worgen. Yeah, I do. If they do it like that, I like that. I didn't like I, that. You know, if I liked one way, I'm like, oh, I like the way this looks. And then you look at the other and you're like, I don't like the way this looks. You're like, oh. So, you know, if it's separate, that would be, I would prefer that much more just because it's more, um, you know, just like you can design your dragon or whatever. That way it's kind of customized to what you like and not, and hopefully that there won't be too many repeats of everybody having the same thing unless if someone just doesn't care what it looks like and just smashes a couple buttons. Mm hmm. If only there was a video that would teach us how to train our dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit, I saw one of the leaked pictures of the Drakthir, and I was like, okay, that doesn't look at all like anything that should be in WoW. And then, like, you know, it was just one picture, like, straight on, and it, it wasn't that great of a picture. And plus, I think the resolution was a little bit messed up because it was like, a, you know, like, smuggled goods basically because they changed the resolution on the leaks so that they don't you know because they all have like the hidden uh like identifiers in the image they don't want to you know get their source burned so you know actually seeing it in the presentation it looked much better um i know there's as i said there's plenty of people on reddit who are complaining and they kind of want things changed it might you know it might be nice to have a a little bit you know buffer i could see the argument for that but overall i mean it'll be fine wait people on reddit want something changed Yes. No I'm not buying this. Oh yeah, never. Yeah, I, sp- I spent way too much time on Reddit today. I'm not proud. I spent zero time on Reddit. I watched like when they, once they hit their deep dive. I'm like, I'm out. I'll catch this later. I looked at like Ray was talking about the chat earlier. It's like I'm like, boom, ninety six thousand people close chat. Don't even need to look at that. That's too <laughs> like- many. That's like why even have chat at that point? If you're not, there's no point to it. You got ninety six thousand people in chat. That's not. You know, that's like the 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 floor in uh in Wall Street or whatever, like the you know where you just got the mass of people just yelling. Like you're not, no valuable information is coming from that chat. I think I paused it one time, and I was like, I saw one that says Ian looks tired, and I'm like, nope, not reading this. <laughs> to be fair, to, to be fair, Ian Ian did look tired. Ian needs uh, Ian needs a, a nice. I don't know, like at least a week off, maybe two weeks off. And uh, I think he also needs to, you know, like hang out with Holinka for a little bit and, and go to the gym with him. Because Ian, Ian looks very He needs to walk rough. outside and get some sun. Yeah, I don't know what his routine has been since the pandemic. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's been working hard through Shadowlands and working hard on uh, Dragonflight. But that dude, that dude needs to step away for a little bit and like re- refresh himself. He looked worn out out it and looks I, like the that, reeves in the original matrix and the people are like that looks like you need to unplug for a minute bro <laughs> like I, I, and i say that with all due respect here too i don't mean to say like oh he looked ter- like he looked like he he looked like he needs to to recharge a little bit he needs to step away from things and i you know and i'm not saying that like from a like oh no the system's sucking he's like no like from a physical perspective like out of con- legit concern for the guy like he needs to kind of step away for a little bit just for his own sake you know, I'm not saying, you know, just take it, take a few weeks off here. You know, there's no alpha, there's no, you know, no announcements in the next time. If you're going to take it off, take it off now. You're not in the, the point where, you know, everything's on fire yet. So yeah, go, you know, go, go take a vacation or something. Rest up a little bit. Cause yeah, he, he looks like he needs that. But, uh, what, real quickly, what do we think of like the zones and stuff that were there? I mean, it's hard cool. to judge it from a cinematic perspective versus mm-hmm. what it's going to look like in game. So. The part about that it started that it would, you know, uh, you get people be get eaten up by the the surroundings or something like that. Like your team, I forget what the exact phrase was. Oh, you it's said like, the wait, you're gonna lose your expedition come, team. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, dragon would come <laughs> pick off members of your expedition. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that I'm interested to see. <laughs> like, yeah. Bob, where'd you go? <laughs> That'd be funny. We're gonna have a lot of red shirts in this mansion, guys. Red shirt guys. <laughs> field, field mission. Four guys don't come back. <laughs> um, I liked the look of oh, what was the one they said that reminded them of Grizzly Hills. It was the one they were also talking about how large it is. Was it the uh, was it oh, oh, the, oh, the oh, Hanrahan or something? The uh, the, the the fields. 
No. That was the sec uh that was the second one, right? Where's Raking Shores yeah. or uh in and Azure Span? Span. Yeah. Okay. That one. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, there was a lot of uh like name checking of Grizzly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> they mentioned that there, and then also right before the wrath announcement, the uh, two people well, say, it, yeah, yeah, was it the uh, I can't remember her name, but the the head of uh, classic was like, oh yeah, well, you know, Grizzly Hills was my favorite because of the music. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like, right. Yeah, am I a bad person because I re- kept referring to her as Gates McFadden? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Her shirt kind of reminded me of a Star Trek uniform. <laughs> and the red hair. <laughs> yes, that. Yeah, Paul, Paul, Polly Longdale, uh, according to Mega Man in the chat. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no, she, I think, you know, let's, uh, let's switch gears here for a moment. Let's talk about Wrath Classic. I think she's been doing a good job shepherding Classic, uh, you know, because uh, what, uh, she, I know she was there for the, uh, was it, was it last year in February we got the Burning Crusade uh, Classic announcement? Um, mm-hmm. And so she, one of the things I thought that was interesting she talked about was the changes that they're making to Wrath Classic. And in particular, the fact that there's no group finder. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. I was I was <laughs> that, excited about that too. That makes complete sense. Right. I'm, I'm glad that they did that because that's that's that one of those events when it's like when everybody like looks at like well, what what led to like WoW's downfall or when did things start going downhill for WoW and they go like, oh, yeah the group finder because that really changed things in the community and one of the reasons the classic community has been so strong is because they don't have it and so it makes sense let's not introduce that. So if well, they're going to go towards f- the end too, right? When yes. they yeah, so that was like like the end of expansion. But they uh, they thingy. they usually go with the last patch of an expansion, and then like they add the content throughout. So they would have they theoretically could have had Group Finder at the beginning if they wanted to implement it that way. Um, but yeah, that, that the fact that they're just like yeah, we're not going to do that, which means when we do get to Cataclysm Classic, assuming there is one, there won't be Group Finder for it. Mm, right it's cool because there won't be a harv there for it either <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i mean i know i see Mega Man says that he absolutely does not like uh the idea of not having lfd in there but i mean i feel like that was the whole thing that why everybody wanted to uh you know this nostalgia and wanting to go back and play because you know you were on your server and you had a big community of people that you got to know and you knew who like which guilds were like you know, the top rating ones or PVP or whatever, and this and that. And like, there's a lot more interactions that way. And that did kind of break it apart, uh, you know, with the LFD and stuff like that. And it's just also funny just because, um, you know, just seeing how people are and just like, let's play, but then they don't actually grab you to play. So it's just, it's more of like a, as I go back to always saying, it's like a clicky thing, <laughs> you know, of like mm-hmm. who they're looking to play with and whatnot. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I get it's easy to be able to find, people to uh play with and get together but you know trying to find a home or you know um as one of my guildies is saying earlier just you know he just wants to have a big happy guild and play play together and not have people just kind of like uh hemorrhaging people i guess is i think was the term that he was trying to use you know because there's no like loyalty or um like being committed to like one group because they're like eh, not a family and i know we say this jokingly because, you know, Toretto family, family, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. But I mean, I do, I do kind of like having that just because, you know, I, I appreciate now that we found people because over time we're starting to slowly build up again and people, you know, either creating character or moving over and stuff, which is great, you know, but then you can always wonder, would that have even been a thing if we didn't have the pugging in the first place because everybody would have had a home, but you never know. Hmm. I remember when Dungeon Finder came in, people liked it because you already had that group of people you played with. And then mm-hmm. you were like, oh man, we're a tank short. So then you grab a tank. Yeah, that's one thing. But over time, people just, whatever, I just log in and click the button. Do right. The yeah. And then whatever. So. The rise of the pugs. Right. Right. Then, yeah, I mean, I, then you had add-ons like gear score start to play into it. Because yeah, people you're were right. Only looking for people through Dungeon Finder, and you were yeah, only right. judging them off that gear score. Right. I mean, that still happens now with that. You know, with yep. uh, doing M pluses, people have to look for a high gear scores. You know, same thing with their uh, the Raider IO score, or just the in-game, uh, you know, M plus score or whatever. It's the same thing. Or they're just kind of like, you got a big number, we'll take you. You know, and just kind of goes like that, which is kind of unfortunate. Because, mm-hmm. you know, someone might have an alt 
and then it's like well but you're on not on your main or whatever so it just kind of makes it you don't get to really know the people and you're kind of judging them off of what they wear <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah. the only person i judge off by what they wear is midget matt because he is the zodiac killer he is the zodiac <laughs> killer he's the greatest he's the greatest outfit yeah i leveled him i need to i need to make him prevalent again <laughs> so going back to uh wrath classic there the one thing that i liked is they did say there would be a level 70 boost mm-hmm. because i want to get in there i want to get i i want to check out the wrath gate i want to check out this the the siege of undercity i didn't get to see that the first time i want to get in and check all that stuff out so i've actually got you know so i'll have the level 70 boost tools to get get me into Northrend. i'll have to slog my way through probably like borean tundra Mm-hmm. Um, I guess or I howling cured exactly i could do howling for that's probably that's probably the way to go but i, I don't know that's like there's tonka over in borean tundra i feel like i should go that way like that's the way i re- that's how when i did play wrath in cataclysm when i was leveling my my character through wrath you know after it was cu- current content but uh that's the path i remember borean tundra through there's that one was ice mist village or whatever there's like the bridge and the waterfall that's all frozen and stuff i remember going through there and fighting the Nerubians mm-hmm. and. And then I get over into Dragon Blight, and then I start doing the little quests for, uh, you know, for the plague, and be like, "Oh, this this plague stuff sounds off. Why am I, what, what's going on with this?" And then like, "Oh, I was helping the bad guys all along." Mm-hmm. And then Bolvar's all burning now, and that's my fault. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to I want to do all that. So that's gonna be that's gonna be fun that that'll be available. And the it's it's nice. They did say it will be out in 2022. So hopefully uh, around August. I was going to say probably enough, enough time for a beta and then, uh, yeah, that, that's going to be here sooner rather than later. And then you figure too, it's actually good timing for like wow's perspective because like as compared to retail, because I mean, retail's winding down now, you know, we've got 9.2.5 coming. They did talk a little bit about that with the, the cross factional rating coming. I am surprised, although I guess it makes sense. I'm surprised they didn't announce more cross factional stuff. In you know, like okay, we're we're you know we're we're gonna do the uh, the cross factional rating now. Let's start making it guild wide and whatnot. But then again, we still haven't really had a chance to test that. We haven't actually seen the the cross faction rating in person, so it's kind of too early for them to uh, you know to do that. So I'm not surprised. Uh, Mega Man uh, in the chat mentioning uh, that they they took off the uh, the limit on. Uh, on death knights whereas because they were a hero class you had to have like a level 55 character before you could make one and then also apparently they took off the limit of one death knight per server so you can have an entire server just full of death knights and nothing else from the get-go so that's a, that's a, that's that's a nice because i mean again it's like this is it's it, it's classic it's, you don't actually need to like lock the hero class away at this point mm-hmm. so because it's yeah. not, I mean, it's new to classic, but it's not new to the game. Right. We've all seen it before. Right. You know, it's, I, why can't I, you know, why do I have to level a character to 55 over there when I can go run around as a death knight mm-hmm. on, on retail right now? Um, you might as well. So, no, that's cool. Um, is there anything that we forgot to mention? I think we covered most of it. Yes. I think there's probably other <laughs> things that we forgot, but. That's the point yeah. of forgetting it is then you forget. <laughs> they did mention, that's true, that's true. They did mention off, not on the stream, but they did mention, uh, I think, uh, the Obsidian uh, the Obsidian Dragon Flight, I guess their like, base, I forget what it was called, like Obsidian Tower or something. Um, Obsidian Town? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Obsidianville. Obsidian Land, uh, yeah, okay. Th- that's going to be, uh, yeah, that's going to be the first raid. And uh, it sounds like each zone's going to have a dungeon. That will, uh, and then they said, uh, also we're going back to Oldeman. Uh, there's going to be an Oldeman. Uh, I don't know if they're updating, I guess they're updating Oldeman or if it's going to be like a new dungeon, like in Oldeman, Oldeman, however you say it. Um, there's going to be another dungeon from there. Uh, so, uh, you know, so there are going to be dungeons and raids coming. As we said, they did put out, uh, an image of the, uh, the gear. So that, that's all there. Um, I think that's the thing that was overall, like it felt like, it didn't quite feel like a proper BlizzCon announcement. Like they tried to do it. I get you had Ian and Height and Obsidian Sanctum. Thank you. I think that's uh, was it Obsidian Sanctum. I, Wasn't that in Wrath? Yeah, I, that, I, I'm thinking oh, that the might raid? have been in Wrath. 
Wasn't that yeah, there's, that there's terrible the, one underneath Wormwood? Yeah, because there was Ruby Sanctum and Obsidian yeah, Sanctum. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not the Obsidian Sanctum. Or, it's, or it's, Ru- yeah, no, yeah. no, it's it's some it's it's Obsidian something and uh, yeah, yeah, Obsidian they, they, Sanctum had Sartherion. Yes, yeah, no, this is something different. Ruby At Sanctum. I assume was it's something different. One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had a chance no, but, of dropping uh, a mount, and there was lots of fire. Right, walls of fire. Yeah, yes. walls of it, and it killed my pet, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, yeah. So there's there's gonna be they, they did talk well, they did talk about the ranges not in the uh, actual announcement. They did talk about the dungeons, um, but overall, like something just felt off. Like, I, I mean, you know, they had height and Polly and Ian talking. Like, I guess that was the equivalent of their presentation during like the keynote, and then you had the deep dives afterwards, and they they fit everything into an hour. And I feel like at BlizzCon, like. Normally, like the deep dive itself would be a good hour, probably like an hour and a half, and the the initial presentation that was fine. I mean, um, but I, I don't know. I just wonder if, in a world where they're not like BlizzCon at its core is dude on a stage, PowerPoint presentation behind them. Occasionally, they cut to like a cinematic. It's very restricted in its format because it it. it it was, it's intended to be, it's for the crowd. There's a, a crowd there that they have to play with. But when you've got a format like this, where it's an entirely pre, you know, pre, pre, uh, recorded presentation. Um, like I don't expect that they were all like rushing through the stage to get everybody in that, you know, in there. and then the lighting, I just want to say the lighting in that room, there was one part where it looked like the light was going to consume Brian Holinka. It was like so bright behind him, <laughs> <laughs> but Right, <laughs> he's a paladin confirmed. Exactly, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like oh, like you know, yeah. He's but, consumed um, by the light. Poor Uther, but, sad panda. Uh, but, but like, there were some people complaining about this on Reddit, and they're like, oh, it should, you know, they get they didn't care for the the roundtable aspect of it. Like, all these people know what they're saying; it's all scripted, which true. But then they were like, oh, it should have just been like them talking directly to the camera. But I feel like if it's just them talking directly to the camera, then it feels too much like an infomercial. Like you know, and and so like. I, I, you know, again, I, I don't want to be that guy. Like I'm, I'm pointing something out and then not presenting a solution, but at the same time, like, I don't know what the solution is here, but I feel like there's more that you can do with this format. Like if you're pre-recording, like why not like do like the presentation, like in game or something like actually like have your little, uh, you know, your, you know, have your, your dragon, uh, your Drakthir character talking as he's like, watch me now. I'm going to do the, the, the strafing thing. And then you jump up and do the strafing thing. And now watch me now. I'm going to do this. Like, I feel like there's ways that they could innovate on this beyond just standard developers sitting at a table talking when you don't have to do that. Like I've been saying this all you know, ever since the pandemic and they were like, Oh, we're going to do a, an online only BlizzCon. Like think outside the presentation box because you're not, you're not restricted to a physical convention anymore. You're not restricted to being in a physical room anymore. And, and I feel like there's much more they could do. And I, I, that's really my only wish is that, you know, whenever we get the next expansion announcement or the patch announcement, they think about what else they can do. Okay. So I'm going to throw this way back for people that have listened to us for a long time. I think the whole setup for this was trying to convince us that Ian Hezekosis is not a robot. <laughs> <laughs> If he is a robot, he needs maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) But, no. But real quickly, though, I do want to point out, though, too, that Height did say, like, Alpha is coming at some point in the future. And, again, I was like, why are you announcing this if you're you're not ready to actually, like, put it in our hands in some capacity? And I did see somebody on Twitter, and I forget who, I apologize. But they pointed out that uh, the 9.2 PTR seems like that's going to have some of the pre-order bonuses and stuff. And so it seems like that's why they had to get this announcement out now, because pretty soon we're going to start to see some of this stuff actually related to the expansion showing up on the PTR. There's already some stuff going on in like Orgrimmar and Stormwind that were kind of, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of ambiguous. Like there's some construction and stuff going on there. So I think we're going to see more of the tie-ins like as, as 9.2.5 transitions us to get ready for uh, Dragonflight. We're going to see that showing up on the PTR. So that's why they had to do this now, though. Uh, and yeah, Mega Man, you can sign up for the alpha. Or, well, you can sign up to be a tester. I don't know if it's the alpha or the beta. I don't know how well they're restricting the, the, the or delineating between those two anymore. Uh, but you, I think you can actually go into your profile in battle in the BattleNet client. Yeah, I saw a screenshot. Of Although the beta who knows? Option. Yeah, who knows when that's going to actually be available? When we'll see that. Um, but uh, yeah, that uh, that will be coming in the future. So, um, 
unless anybody's anything else uh yeah uh episode 110 was the first episode that i was on so. oh, oh this is a hundo right. oh you better oh, talk about that look at, wow look at that <laughs> a- any thoughts on making it to 100 harv wow it's been 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 three years three and a half <laughs> almost four probably yeah long time yeah well, feel glad old. to have you aboard <laughs> feel old, yeah. <laughs> no, what makes you feel old is when you realize that this is patch 10.0. <laughs> no, man, it's 4.3. <laughs> also true. So with that said, this has been uh this has been Wow Talk episode 210 talking about Dragon Blight. Thank you to everyone at home for downloading and listening. Thank you to Heat Kings for the intro song. Thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing. Thank you, everyone hanging out in the chat room. We had a very active chat room tonight. Thank you, guys. We had uh, KPT18, Mark Delianor, Mega Man X9999, Obaba's Hut, Oniva, and Sage Tank. So thank you all for hanging out, especially since we changed where we were going to be hanging out at the last minute. Um, we are at Wow Talk MTB on Twitter, also at the MASH Network. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MASH Those Buttons. Also on YouTube at YouTube.com slash MASH Those Buttons. Ray, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at my name. And the URL there is Bishona Nomiko, which is my Twitter handle. And for Discord with the pound sign 4932. And Harv, where can people find you? On Discord at Harv pound sign 8673. And Eric, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook with my name and then on Discord at Toretto, pound sign 7645. And I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on the Torn and the Goblin talking about Warcraft story and lore. Uh, we're probably going to go deep, as deep as we can on Stone Guy. He has That's a name. That's what she said, too. Oh! <laughs> All right. We're not, we're not sending any OnlyFans messages in our work orders. I'll tell you that right nah. now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're, no, we're, we'll talk about Stone Guy on uh, the next Torn of the Goblin. And also you can find me on Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast, where this week we should be talking about the Citadel, where we get back to the Citadel and we get to hang out on the Normandy for a little bit in Mass Effect 3. So go check that out. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. And our next recording is scheduled for April 25th, 2022 at 1030 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Email us with any questions or comments. Let us know what you thought of the expansion. Uh, if you're hyped for the Drakthir, if you think they need more work, uh, wowtalk at mash.gg. And if you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where you can support this show by joining Wow Talk membership for $1.25 per episode or $2.50 per month. Or you can provide general support for $2 a month. And for those in the chat room, please consider a Twitch subscription if you can. You can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link where you can get codes for Steam, Epic Game Store, you play and more. Or check out our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtv.gg slash support. And stay tuned to hear about other shows on the Mash Those Buttons network. For Ray and Harvin Eric, I'm Nick. Hold them accountable. See you guys. See ya. You thought we had forgotten. You thought we had forgiven. (laughs) Yep. We we can't have a wrath announcement and not somebody not at least say that. That's fair. No, you're you are correct. <laughs> Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out mashthosebuttons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash discord.